surprise and shine. Warning. What you're about to listen to is unlike anything you've ever heard on college radio before. This program contains strong opinions and perspectives from the freshest minds in today's society. It may not be suitable for audiences not ready for their weeks to start off right. With Von Lee, the light skin in charge, Zario, aka Z with the T, and Justice Gray, your local supervillain. And now, it's time for morning commute. You've been warned. Man, wake that up. <laughs> the flowers and the trees rise and shine y'all it is time to start your morning commute on this monday november 23rd my name is von league justice good morning my brother good morning von t you ready <laughs> you ready for the last show of the semester bro? we have made it my brother it is yes, our sir. final episode of 2020 and the end of this very odd and unprecedented semester that's uh, a blessing though yeah clap one time for us man for we real. did it for real. I, I mean I, I know we talked about it like when we started it i definitely didn't think we'd make it I yeah, didn't either. We said that too. We definitely yeah. said it on the air. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm glad. I'm glad that not only we made it to the, obviously a full season of this show because we didn't have that opportunity last semester, but we have made it to the end of this crazy semester, which has definitely been trying and difficult for many of us. It's an understatement. But we made it here. Uh, how are you? How's your mental health? What's going on with you? I'm doing all right, man. Uh, this is the last week of the semester. So I think that after like Wednesday, I think I'm going to be better. Yeah. You know? But, uh, you know, a little stress here and there, but uh, I'm here, man. I'm excited. Are you done your finals and stuff? Yeah, finals, final projects, all that. How are you, bro? Um, I'm feeling good. I'm, re- I'm feeling real good. Thursday, I was uh, I was ready to cuss some people out. Uh, the So I've been telling you. So for those who don't know, I got in a car accident over the summer and my car got totaled. So I haven't had a car for a minute. Um, Then I finally found a car, I want to say probably about a month ago. And... I haven't been home, so I haven't been like I haven't needed any reason to drive it because my girl's car's up here. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna just take my time getting the plates. But even when I was like, all right, I'm gonna go get the plates, I scheduled two different appointments, and both times the day before the appointment got canceled because somebody at the DMV caught COVID. So now third time, hopefully is a charm. But if not, it's not looking like I'm gonna have plates till after the holidays, which is gonna suck. Yeah, uh, that sucks. And then. Thursday, I mean, and then also Thursday, my girl, so she's been having, her and her mom been having issues with their phone bill with Verizon. Like, they overcharged her, then they, like, took extra, like, it was just this whole situation. So, we've been playing phone tag uh, with them and trying to go back and forth to store. So, we went to a, a physical store on Thursday, and the dude in the store dead, like, fell asleep in our face. I'm just like, all right. It's like, okay, about to go off on dude. But other than that, um, my mental health is good. Uh, like you said, I'm kind of already like past it but i feel like after wednesday it'll be like yo yeah. case full well, for me tomorrow because tomorrow's my last uh like day of doing assignments but wednesday i'm out of here because i move out yeah yeah today uh oh you move out wednesday yeah yeah today's my last day at work i got a, a final project that i gotta finish up in a final and then like i have one zoom class on wednesday and then i'm done yeah i'm already kind of trying to get into like a different mindset that I've been in all semester. Um, I've been I've made I made a lot of goals that I set for myself that I want to do over the break, um, and I'm already trying to mentally prepare myself to get a lot of that done. So where it is good. that's where that's where I'm trying to be. You got to make sure that uh, you set some time just to rest, man. You know. Yeah, cause... that's that's part of it. I definitely told myself because if anybody knows me, 
uh, mainly this past year and some change. All I've done is create, 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 work, work, work. And I definitely do want to take some time to not only let that stuff rest and resonate, but to uh, uh, just have time for myself because mental mental health is mental wealth. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but let this, let's get this show popping. It is our last show of the semester, uh, last show of 2020. It's going to be a good morning. This is our 20th episode. Oh, wow. Ended on 2020. Eh. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't think the end of next year will be 21, though. <laughs> uh, Justice, you have made it through a complete first semester as a host on this program. Congratulations, sir. Thank you, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about that a little bit later. But if this is your first time tuning in, we are Morning Commute, William Patterson's campus morning show. Uh, we're here on the nation's number one college radio station, Brave New Radio, Mondays from 6 to 9 a.m. Your Monday mornings will never be the same with us. Uh, you can tweet us all morning long at CommuteBNR. We would love to hear from you. Uh, also, we would like to send some well wishes to our co-host Z, who was out again this week, as well as some birthday wishes. Happy birthday, girl. Happy birthday, Z. Word. Give it up Happy for Z birthday. She's not here because, um, obviously, she was scared of the smoke for... Um, hot, a hot seat. For That's hot exactly seat. why, yeah. yeah. So we made this bet first. Of, okay, so again, if this is your first time listening, we have this segment we do called Hot Seat where... Uh, Every week we trade off and one person gets asked some like uh, OD type questions, some crazy questions. And we made a bet four weeks or three weeks ago that whoever passed on a whoever skipped the question on this last round would have to tag. What is it? Tag their ex on their social media and be like, I miss you yeah. on a story. Yeah. And today was Z's turn to go. And we had a little birthday present ready for Z, too. But I guess her I, she knew she was going to skip because me and Justice type crazy. So she get uh, yeah. uh, hey, we saved our good thing. We saved a receipt on a gift. I think I'm gonna just post her on my story anyway. We'll see. I miss you, baby. <laughs> yeah, <ex. laughs> I thought you meant Z. I was like, okay. oh yeah, Z too. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, miss you. Uh, Z who? Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna play some music, but when we come back, we got your morning news. We're talking COVID, Thanksgiving arrangements, and new music Monday. All that and more is on the way, so keep it locked. Happy Monday. Rise and shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew. Von- Leak Justice Greg. Good morning. That's <laughs> weird to say. <laughs> uh, let's get into some headlines, yo. Uh, where are we starting? Where are we starting? I'm gonna start. Uh, yeah, Biden and Trump, man. Uh, Beavis and Butthead. Uh, so <laughs> Georgia, sorry, I was trying to get my life together. <laughs> this is an awkward moment. Uh, so Georgia completed their statewide audit last week, and it is confirmed that no voter fraud took place, and Joe Biden has beat Donald Trump once again. <laughs> how do you beat this man twice? Donald Trump keeps taking L's, man. No, you know how they beat him, how you beat him twice? Uh, properly there was nothing it was nothing that happened and there was no conspiracies nothing about voter fraud um a federal judge dismissed trump's last major legal bid to delay pa voters uh certify pa's vote certification saying it was unsupported by evidence and white house chief of staff ron Klain and senior advisor of biden's transition team jen saki have both confirmed that tomorrow biden will be announcing his picks for the cabinet and is going to push forward with the presidential transitions while trump still refuses to concede so I mean, what did you expect to happen? Like, you you said that there's there's no evidence of voter fraud. Of course, there's not. It was it was uh, it was just Donald Trump. Like, he needed something. He needed he needed something to to kill time. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, for him to concoct another plot. Yeah, he's not gonna admit that uh, he lost until he absolutely has to. Mm-hmm. So and even then, some it, even the, it's still he probably still won't. Yeah, but, you know, I don't know. So COVID cases have continued to rise in New Jersey. Uh, We have 308,000 cases, and we're currently at 4,669 new cases per day. That's the highest it's ever been, ever. So that's even more reason to stay inside. COVID is real, y'all. Like, for real. 
Yeah, Donald Trump Jr. caught COVID this week, last week too. Um, he's now quarantined. Uh, he's been quarantined since I believe last Monday, but he it was announced that he caught COVID last week. Yo, when we say, and I want to stress this because I know we're, we're going to talk about it today because we're going to give like a little speech before we head out for the semester. But like, this winter is about to be a dark ass winter. Yeah. So, like the same. I don't know if it actually it might be worse. I was going to say I don't know if it'll be at the same uh, level that it was when we left in the spring. But I feel like it will be worse because it's flu season, because it's the holidays. Like when we say this week that uh, this week specifically, especially because Thanksgiving is Thursday, it's weird to think about. But like to do whatever you have to do to stay safe, I just don't understand what like to what magnitude we have to continue to stress that. Like if yeah. you were supposed to, if you have to stay in the house, be around as little people as possible, uh, wear your mask, wash your hands and whatever, uh, social distance, like please do it because this COVID thing is crazy. Yes, for real. Stay inside, y'all. Um, only go, you know, immediate, only immediate family at Thanksgiving this year. Um, yeah. You know, your other family could, they, they could eat on their own. Like it's, it's really not that serious. Like COVID it, COVID is serious right now. Like, please not, stay home. Bro. Not just for older people or younger people. Like, that's everybody at this point. Like, anybody and real. everybody. I think we it, it is uh, evident that anybody can get COVID now, despite the risk factor. Not only that everyone can get COVID, but, like, the, the, the myth that it only affects older people is not true. Yeah, I, we've I seen mean, it. Yeah, we, we've, we've seen it. Not only in the media, but, like, I know me, you know, Vaughn, I'm sure you... We know we know people who are in the hospital who are you know yeah. younger. Mm-hmm. I have they, asthma. Yeah, so I'm I'm I could exactly. be I could be the right uh, next step to I could be the next. Not not for real, for real. COVID uh COVID affects young people too. You know we saw it last week. We saw it last week. Last week uh we reported that Jeremiah was on a ventilator suffering from COVID. Uh, he was fighting for his life. It was not looking good for him. But uh, now we can report that he was transferred out of ICU and he's on his road to recovery. Word. So that's good. Yeah. That, that, that's really good. Uh, it would have been really sad if we would have lost Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Just because he's so young, man. He's so young. He's only he's only 33. And, he is only 33. And, um, he said was. <laughs> he's talented. Yeah, I said was. Yeah. He, um, mm. He's talented, man. Disrespect. Sorry, Jeremiah. <laughs> Word. Uh... Let's go on to New Music Monday, man. Yeah, New Music Monday. We we had a we had some new music. Uh, Future and Lil Uzi Vert dropped their joint tape called Pluto X Baby Pluto. Yeah, yeah, Pluto what? X Baby Pluto. Um, here's a clip from their song uh, Marnie on Me. I got that chrome on me. You know I got the Rex on me. Swag like Saudi Arabia. Swagging on your floor like B. Still got brick my feet. Uh, money on money on me. Money on money on money on me. Uh, money on money on me. Money on money on money on money on me. Need I drip my sleep? I push a button, my car need no keys. I push the button, the car drive ass Okay, I'm not mad at it. Sounds like a future. Sounds like a future record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's a fire song. It definitely was a bunch of like future songs mm-hmm. with just Uzi on it. <laughs> like it wasn't like, yeah, like it wasn't like. I don't know. I was expecting more. It was kind of underwhelming to me. At least the whole project. Um, that song's definitely fire, though. Uh, what I didn't like is they dropped the song, and then a week later they dropped the deluxe. Like, what what is good with y'all dropping the deluxe album so soon? I think album? that's one of the things that people are. Like Drake is not Future and Drake are two different people, but people they're not mad at Drake's music, but it's like, yo, you don't give us time to miss you. You don't give us time to want more Drake. Yeah. 
And I feel like that's probably what was going on here. So, but I mean, I'm not going to get mad that uh, that uh, Drake's dropping uh, projects. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, D- Drake is definitely different than um Yeah. than Future. But he's not uh, misogynistic. Well, I, uh, well, nah, he, he, he's he, he's misogynistic, but you know, he's He's, he's not Future. He, he simps too. He simps. But um Like you? I don't simp, bro. That's you. I guess. Uh someone who's having a great 2020. Well, I mean, you know, I wouldn't say great. She had, she had she had some issues. Uh, she had some, she a little, pretty good 2020 yeah, is uh a couple things going on. Uh Meg the Stallion. She dropped a she dropped a little tape called Good News. It's her first um, album. Debut album, right? Oh, yeah. It was her debut album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't listen to the whole tape, but um, here's a clip from her song, Body. Where our producer's about to pull it up. Go ahead, producers. If we took a trip on the real creep tip, rule number one is don't repeat that shit. Rule number two, if they all came with you, they better know exactly what the fuck they came to do. Body, yaddy, 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 this uh, did you see her perform at the AMAs yesterday? She, I think she performed the song, but it was very obviously filtered. Yeah, I saw the music video too. I bet you um, did. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this is um, this is this is a banger. Um, I know all the females are gonna are gonna love this song, and also she was she was rapping on this. Like, the beginning of this song is crazy. She was <laughs> no, but like she was like rapping. Like I didn't, I really didn't think she could rap like that. Like she was. She was really spitting on this song. Um, another song from the tape, I, I I can't remember which song, but she uh she was taking shots at Tory Lanez. It's called Shots Fired. Oh yeah, yeah. She, she um she used the uh, Who Shot You beat mm-hmm. and like kind of sampled it, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I thought was funny. Like you know who shot you? It was Tory, it was Tory Lanez. But um, she, she was uh, definitely taking shots at at, um, at Tory there. We're gonna talk about Tory a little later. But another song that I wanted to talk about, Sheck West dropped his song "Been Ballin'." I know this is Vaughn's favorite song of the week. I don't know why you. <laughs> I don't know why you got me playing this. Why, why don't you, producers? The producers are five for playing that track. Okay, so I wanted to talk about this song. Yeah, tell me why you were so fascinated, because Justice had, when when I sent this to the producers last night, Justice, (laughs) we have some great producers here, guys. Uh, When I, when he had had me send it to the producers, and I listened to the song, and I didn't, I didn't understand. First of all, I like Sheck West. I like Sheck West. This song, uh, it wasn't his best song, but um, I wasn't totally mad at it, but the reason why I wanted to play it today is because the marketing on this was fantastic, because... On Wednesday was the NBA draft, right? Mm-hmm. And Sheck West was actually eligible to be drafted. Like he was in the draft pool. No yeah, one I heard that. Yeah, no one knew that he was. No one thought he was going to go to a team, but he was actually eligible. Um, so he was like, "Oh, tune into the draft. I could be drafted." Now he didn't get drafted, but the, instead he dropped a song uh, called, you know, "Been Ballin." You know, mm-hmm. so I think I think that's great marketing. Great marketing. Fantastic. That's what you think. No, yeah, definitely. And the fact that he was like in the draft pool is impressive. 
because he could ball like for real mm. um i just thought that was fire the fact that he could have been drafted and then he dropped the songs like all right you didn't draft me i'm gonna drop this i'm, I'm gonna drop this song though yeah oh we got a plan b exactly word uh but yeah that was new music monday um last one of the semester Yo, when we come back, I'm hoping around the time we come back in January is when Drake's album drops. January should be very interesting. There's a lot of stuff going on in January. We're definitely going to have a lot to talk about when we come back. Yeah. But yeah, Drake albums is The inauguration. To drop. It's going to yeah. be a lot. Facts. What? Yeah. Uh, that's all from We JMV with the T. When we come back, Justice, what we talk about, guy? My brother. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into some weather and then we're going to keep it 100 about Little Pimp. <laughs> all that and more is on the way, so keep it locked. Happy Monday. Here's your North Jersey weather report. It's currently 56 degrees here at William Patterson University. There are rainy skies right now, but the high will be 58, so it will be pretty warm today with the low at 36. Tomorrow, mostly sunny skies, but the high will be 48, so make sure you bundle up. And a low at 34. And then Wednesday, mostly cloudy skies. The high will be 56, and the low will be 43. Once again, here at Brave New Radio, it is 56 degrees. WP 88.7 FM. Brave New Radio. Brave New Radio. Roz and Sean, yo, we are your morning commute crew. Von, ugh, Jesus. <laughs> well, yeah, Von Justice is here. Good morning, y'all. Uh, just want to let y'all know before uh, we get into this Keep It 100, today, if you're just tuning in, is our last show of the semester. Uh, we're going on winter break. We'll be back next year, uh, hopefully. <laughs> no, we'll be back in, uh, next year in some capacity. I'm program oh, director definitely. now, so I'll be able to... We'll Man handle things. We'll we'll definitely be back, but um, for the break, you know, to help with our funding, make sure you cash up us. Uh, dollar sign injustice I N J. But we can't do. No, <laughs> okay. you can. Never, never mind. Scratch that. You can't Scratch do that. that, sir. I'm sorry, bro. I'm broke. What do you want me to do? Look, man, get a job. I mean, yeah. do what I do. Embrace women. So you, you by embrace women, you mean extort them for money? No, that's not what I said. If that's how you took what I said, that's what you do. But, All right, let, let's get into this. Keep one. No, but mo, mo, my point in saying that was um, today, uh, after morning commute, which obviously ends at 9 a.m., we are airing a just about hour-long special um, of, it's about like a half hour of morning commute content, um, some special morning commute content from... All of 2020, uh, a couple bits that y'all should hear that we think are funny. And then, uh, so there's this thing called IBS. No, not the the bowel syndrome. There's this thing called IBS called Intercollegiate Broadcast Systems uh, Awards where uh, all radio and TV across the country can enter and submit some things from their radio stations or TV stations where they... Uh, get judged and adjudicated and brave new radio this is who also has named us the nation excuse me the nation's number one college radio station four times and the marconi awards marconi awards named us one time the marconi is like the the oscars of radio but ibs has named us the number, nation's number one college radio station four times and we are going for a fifth time uh this year and so we're going to air for you our half hour submission of that so listen uh, after we leave off the air, you'll hear us again for about another half hour, and then you'll hear Brave New Radio, which we are also in that submission as well. Uh, so listen from 9 to 10. You have an extra hour kind of of us. Uh, it's going to be dope to listen to. And you can hear some of the other awesome content that is here on the station. Or if you're going to miss us, you'll be able to hear what you'll be able to hear stuff from the past year. But uh, with all that being said, Justice, I'm really thinking about how you just not only just gave out your cash app, but then try to extort, <laughs> talk about extorting. I wasn't women. trying to extort. I was, I was trying to help out the station, but. Let's get into this. Keep on. Yes, right, go ahead. <laughs> For those of you who ha- haven't been paying attention uh, to the election, first of all, kudos to you. But congrats, yes, yeah. Uh, both candidates 
uh, got various celebrities, specifically rappers, to endorse them. But by far the most confusing endorsement was Lil Pump endorsing Ooh. Donald Trump. Uh, Lil Pump, if you don't know who he is, he's a he's a rapper. Um, he posted on his story, you know, him wearing a MAGA hat, saying MAGA 2020, praising Donald Trump, saying Donald Trump's going to fix the country, uh, and complained that Joe Biden was going to tax him. And Donald Trump even brought him up at one of his rallies. He introduced him as Little Pimp. Which is, is is not his name. Like I said, Lil Pump is a uh, some people call him a mumble rapper, but he is a rapper nonetheless. And let me tell you right now, Lil Pump does not know about politics. Um, if you've heard this man's music, if you heard this man talk, he's just a young dude trying to make money as much as he can and make fun music. He's not trying to be a political activist, and we know this because he didn't vote for Donald Trump. He's not even registered to vote. I don't know how much money the Trump campaign spent for a little pimp to do this, but whatever it was, it was a bad investment. And I hope that they didn't honestly think that Lil Pump was going to swing young voters his way. And if you did vote for Donald Trump because Lil Pump told you to, then you are a prime example of why schools need more funding. But this is the problem with having two seven-year-old white candidates running for president. 70-year-old? <laughs> 70 plus. Oh, it sounded like you said seven. No, not seven-year-old candidates running for president, Bonds. That's how they act, then. They, yeah, but they, they, nah, yeah. they've been showing how out of touch they really are. And I think that the bigger issue here is that we need to stop putting these celebrities on a pedestal. You know, we, we canceled Lil Wayne because he endorsed Donald Trump. But why wouldn't he endorse Donald Trump? You know, Baby's been taking his money for 20 years. He's finally getting some real money. Why wouldn't he want to keep it? Why would he want to get taxed by joe biden i mean it's selfish but but hey can like can we blame him you know who cares if Lil pump endorsed donald trump for president he dropped an album called harvard dropout and misspelled harvard <laughs> <laughs> you feel like like he's the last person we should be worried about when talking about who's gonna be the president of the united states um entertainers are entertainers they're here for just that to entertain us we need to stop treating these celebrities like they're more than they are especially in the black community, you know, I, I saw a video of Malcolm X that basically said that black leaders are celebrities and musicians and comedians and that you don't see that in the white community. In the white community, you know, leaders are political activists and lawyers. And that's true. You know, sure, some celebrities can be leaders, but you aren't a leader just because you're famous. And if you want to cancel Little Pimp, uh, be my guest. But there's really there's no point. He tried to do something to bring attention to his music and he failed. You know, there's no need to cancel him. Everything that J. Cole said in his song 1985 is is coming true, you know. But I think that we should just stop being so surprised if celebrities do something stupid because, believe it or not, celebrities are their people too. You feel me? I feel you. We have a clip from uh, this rally where uh, Lil Pimp was, at, uh, was there for Trump. Was oh, God. The big superstars of the world, Lil Pimp. Superstar. How's it going? Do you want to come up and say something? Do you want to? Come on. Little Pump. Come on. Does everyone know who he is? Uh, do you know how big he is? Come on up here. I come here to say, Mr. President, I appreciate everything you've done for our country. You brought the troops home, and you're doing the right thing. MAGA 2020. <laughs> Don't forget that. Don't forget that. And do not 
vote for Sleepy Joe at all. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? First of all, you could hear when Trump realized he was like, I said, damn, I said it wrong and started laughing at himself. Yeah. But uh, Pump, Pimp, whatever you want to call him, did exactly that. Uh, didn't He said he didn't vote for Sleepy Joe and didn't vote for Trump either. Yeah, he's he's. Can you name five little pimp songs? Uh, I don't. I don't think I can. Exactly. Actually. I can name like a couple, but I don't know if I can name five. See, I think that's why Trump. First of all, you can't have a rally where you're sitting there saying, uh, "Do you know who he is? He's one of the big superstars of the world." And then in that same breath, be talking, mispronouncing what Beyonce, Jay Z. Who else did he slander at that rally? Like just notable figures, and yeah. then bring up Lil Pimp, like or what's what's his name, Lil Pump? I don't Lil know what damn name man. Lil Pump. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I just don't understand how people were really taking this serious. Like, oh my god, Lil Pump is canceled. Like, bro, Lil Pump doesn't care about this. Monkey see, monkey do, dog. And this is why I was concerned about Kanye running because if people really went out and voted for Trump because of Lil Pimp, then that just it goes to show what this like what we stand for as an economy as a as a. I said this, man. If if Kanye runs in 2024, I feel like he could win. I feel like he could win. Like, I don't know. If he, like, picks, like, if he decides, like, all right, I'm going to be a Republican, I feel like he could win. No, he has his like, the like birthday that. party. <laughs> the birthday party. Yeah, that's his. That's yeah, he'll, he'll lose if that's, if that's the case. But, like, if he goes behind, like, like, a, like, like the Republican party endorses him, he could win 1,000%. Young people would vote for Kanye, unfortunately. Yeah. Like you said, uh, J. Cole body low pimp years ago. Uh, yeah, when he said what he what was his line? Just another short bus rapper, and now yeah. he a clout chaser. My well, only defense for Lil Pimp could be that like he changed his mind after after Trump called him Lil Pimp. Because could you imagine like endorsing a president and then him just like in front of millions of people and he just mispronounces your name? That's my only defense. But he's not even registered, so I can't even really say that. Like my only defense is that bag must have been crazy for him to do that. Well, maybe not even crazy. At least crazy for his standards. I was about to say, was he twenty? Yeah, he's he's twenty. But I mean, he's he's he sold some records. But you know, who knows? He he probably, you know, he probably needed some bread. They probably hit him up. You know what's crazy is he probably did not get paid for that. Oh, you know, he performed right. He probably got paid for the performance. But to endorse him, he probably went on his own and did that. If that's true, that's very sad. Because there's pictures of him with with Trump before this whole thing happened. So yes. he was probably with Trump like for the for the clout or for whatever reason before that. I think this was in Florida too, because he. I'm not surprised. Lil Pump is from Florida. I'm not surprised. Um, that means it, it, it kind of worked. Didn't he win Florida? Didn't he win Florida? Did he? Yeah, he did. Oh, uh, I don't know, but Florida is, bro. I mean, I don't think that's really why. I don't think I'm not. Oh, gonna no, say, definitely. Yeah, I'm not, not going to say that's why it worked. Definitely not. Because that's just uh, that's just uh, that's. But just I'm sure Florida. there's people in like. You know, in Miami that were like, oh, little pimp endorsed Donald Trump. I'm gonna vote for Donald Trump. If George Floyd was wearing a mask and he said, I can't breathe, <laughs> I'll tell you another reason uh, I hate wearing masks. Most child molesters yeah, that love them. Where that was that? That was Utah. That wasn't even Florida, but it's about as well have been Florida. Yeah. So what is he finna say next? Him and J. Cole collabing? He's done, man. Can you explain to me? Because I know a little bit about the J. Cole and him beef, but what, what, go, like, go in depth of it. Um, Before J. Cole even beefed with him, Lil Pump was tweeting like FJ Cole on Twitter. Like I, I he was just joking, but like, you know, saying FJ Cole, mm -hmm. you know, because 
uh, J. Cole is very different from like Lil Pump, you know. And then uh, J. Cole dropped a song on his album KOD called 1985, which basically broke down like what was going to happen to like rappers like Lil Pump. Yeah. Which is basically like you know you're gonna you're gonna follow the the wave you know then you're gonna fall off and then you're gonna struggle and then you're gonna do things for attention to try to keep that little fame that you have but it's not gonna work because all your fans got older and moved on to the next thing and that's pretty spot on of what we're seeing now he didn't completely fall off yet but he's had a gradual decline like Lil Pump is is he's done he's he's done like like thirty years from now we're gonna be like yo remember Lil Pump. Like, I'm trying to compare, like, Lil Pump to, like, someone from, like, the last generation. I, I can't think of anything. Maybe, like, Vanilla Ice or something. But, um... Or dude that made, um... Come, I, I, I think of it. I saw this thing over the weekend. It was, like, people that made, like, like one-hit wonders and it just disappeared. Dude that made, um... I ain't been getting high. Well, maybe... Oh, Kyle? Kyle? Yeah, 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 Kyle. Yeah. But, I mean, Lil Pump has a couple hits, but, like... Like, Gucci Gang, yeah, that went crazy. But, like... Yeah. That was really big too. Yeah. That was really big. But you know, he could, you know, come out with another hit, but I think he's I think he's done up. I think that, that that showed how desperate he is. Like he's gonna go full on, you know, reality show, all that nonsense. We'll see. Shout out to Little Pimp though. You heard. Uh shout out Little Pimp. When we come back from the break, we're gonna play the last time this semester, pick your poison. Uh, tweet us We want to hear from y'all At Commute BNR Or call or text us 973-720-2738 Pick your poison is on the way So keep it locked Happy Monday uh. Rise and shine y'all We are your morning Commute crew Vont Lee Justice Greg Good morning y'all Happy Monday uh, Today is our last show And after this We Are going to Tear the radio station To shreds mm-hmm. Until next semester We'll come back And clean it next semester uh, but right now, guys, it's time to play a game that apparently hmm. we, me and you can't pull off by ourselves. But I guess we'll we'll try our best uh, that a three man group could pull off. It's time to play pick, pick your, your poison. poison. Yeah, Spider-Man pick your poison for those who don't know is like an extreme version of Would You Rather. Now today. Let's talk about death. Pick your poison. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about death. Uh, would uh, pick your poison? Die in a fire or freeze to death? Uh, I don't want to die at all. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I mean, it's inevitable. Um, I'd probably go die in a fire because I, I feel like that death would be quicker. I agree, but I, I I don't like being hot. <laughs> like I mean, I don't like dying. I'm pretty sure I don't like dying either. But um, let's see. So, have you ever worked in a store? Uh, I used to work at IHOP for like a grip, and I used to work at an ice cream pop place. But the the IHOP, there's like you know how they had like the back storage freezers, and like just standing in there for like a good five minutes will already like, drop your body temperature a lot. Um. I definitely do think dying. I think dying in a fire is more instantaneous, obviously, because it just happens. Because you would die like that, freezing to death. Obviously, the fact that you don't die in the cold, you freeze to death. So you have to wait till your body temperature drops a certain amount, and then you sit there and suffer and wait for you to like potentially catch hypothermia and all this other stuff and die. That's a long process, though. Yeah, that's what you I'm know? saying. But also, like, for, like you know how people be like, you want to. Uh, would you rather die a slow, painful death or would like quicken to the point? But uh, I don't know. This kind of like inverses both of them. I kind of want to go with the die in a fire for the fact that 
like you said, it's instantaneous. But I also just hate being uh, hot. I'd rather be much colder than I'm hot. But I don't think after I'm dead, I don't really, I don't really care that much. I mean, you're gonna be hot for like 20 seconds. You're gonna be freezing for like hours before you die. It's a way slower process. Have you ever seen the movie Escape Room? No. It's this dope movie. It's like the it's like the modern day take on Jaw. I mean Saw. I don't know why I said Jaws. Saw. Mm. Um. The first one came out in 2019, and then the new one's supposed to drop sometime next year. But it's like, it's literally like Saw, but like, you, you know what an escape room is, right? Well, all these people, they enter an escape room randomly, and you each escape room, you almost die. But throughout of them, obviously, people die the same way they do in Saw. But they realize, like, two people, like, crack the code and beat the game, and now they're trying to go after the people that made the game. But one of the scenes, I think two of the scenes, actually, one of them, like, they're in, like, this freezing cold thing. Um, and he like, he drops under like, like, you know how, like, I guess in Antarctica, I guess, um, you're like on a plateau of ice. Well, he drops under, but then freezes under there. So that could be like, that's instantaneous too. I guess I'm still going, I'm still going burned to death. Like, I feel like I'm not saying it would hurt less. But like you know, it it would really hurt, and then you know you're, you're 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 done. I feel like even in that situation, like freezing to death is just like, bro, you're gonna lose your feeling in, in your in your hands and your feet and everywhere. It's just I feel like it's way more painful, in my opinion. I'm going the I'm going the fire, bro. Mm. All right, call us to Texas nine seven three seven two zero two seven three eight. Pick your poison, die in a fire. Or freeze to death. I also watch a firefighter show, Chicago Fire. Um, and I've seen, obviously, a lot of people, well, fictitiously, die in fires. Um, and I don't know. I, I, well, I'm, I, I pick die in a fire, but, like, I still feel like there's a lot to to base it off of. I feel like I always do that in these pick your poisons. Like, I try to think of all the variables. And it is picking yeah. it apart. It is diving into it a little bit too much because it's very hypothetical. At least, I hope it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next the, week, you just find out I'm dead. These are these are <laughs> two horrible choices. Horrible. We've got some interesting pick your poisons this season. This this is uh, like the election, kind of. You know? What do you mean? Just oh, two horrible Trump choices, yeah. but I feel like... These just, are the cars we've been dealt. Yeah, I feel like freezing to death is the Trump in this situation. This is way worse. Mm-hmm. No, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, once again, pick your poison, die in a fire, or freeze to death. We want to hear from you. When we come back, JB got headlines? Yes, sir. We're going to talk about the, the unfortunate passing of Bobby Brown Jr. We're also going to talk about Conan O'Brien, the Fresh Prince reunion, <laughs> and an interesting story about Popeyes. We're going we're gonna to get into This should have really been WTF news. We're going to get into yeah. that when we come back. Keep it locked. Happy Monday. Rise and shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew, Von League Justice Greg. Good morning. Right now, it is time for your morning news. It's time for headlines. Bobby Brown Jr., the son of singer Bobby Brown. You was, just jump right into that. <laughs> I, I mean, there, there's really no segue for this. Like, uh, Bobby Brown Jr., the son of singer Bobby Brown, was found dead in his Los Angeles home on Wednesday. Officers with the Los Angeles Police Department responding to a call for a medical emergency on Wednesday around 1.50 p.m. He was said to have flu-like symptoms before his death. However, he did not have COVID-19, and the cause of his death is still unknown. He was 28 years old. Mm. R.P. to Bobby Brown Jr. Um, yeah, rest in peace. Uh, that that whole family is uh is is kind of sad, honestly. What do you mean? I mean, uh, I'm not sure if uh, this is Whitney Houston's uh, son. 
It may not be though. It may be with uh, Bobby Brown's other wife. But I mean, didn't they lose? Uh, was it Bobby Christina? I think a couple years ago. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was. But yeah, I mean, and they lost Whitney Houston. You know, so uh, Bobby Brown has definitely had a lot of losses in uh, in his life. Yeah. But uh, prayers up to their family. We're praying for them. Um, now, in other news, let's change the pace a bit. Uh, one of my favorite media personalities, Charlamagne the God, always says that the craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. We just described, well, we just uh, talked about that with Lil Pimp. And I completely understand why Charlamagne says that. Um, a woman, this is a real story, 100% true. A woman by the name of Vanessa Lee Jones uh, was found two weeks ago completely naked. Uh, while I don't even know if I can say while pleasuring herself, we'll say outside of a Popeye's in St. Petersburg, according to the police arrest paperwork, this woman showed no signs of being drunk under the influence of drugs, nor was there any evidence of mental health issues. Uh, not only that, but she is a repeat offender. Uh, Vanessa was arrested back in September for pleasuring herself outside of a 7-Eleven, not too far from the Popeye's as she was caught at this time. Uh, the charge was exposure of sexual organs, which I didn't even know was a was a, a charge. You're under arrest for uh, exposure of sexual organs. You have the right to remain silent, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but after the first charge, she was jailed for a month. Uh, got out October, I believe it was 28th or 30th, something like that. And then about a week later, th- this happened. She got caught twice. Yes. Third time's a charm. They, okay. <laughs> All right. No, but I mean, look. Hit her up. This, probably, I think they got her contact info on the on the police report. Yeah, I need to see a pic first. I think that um, <laughs> if if uh, if this was a guy doing that, it would be way bigger than it is. It is. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Can you imagine what the people in line probably are thinking? Yeah, facts. It's still nasty. Like, <laughs> it's still nasty. I they mean, got like, more leg and thighs than they wanted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> facts, facts. Uh, yeah, what provokes you to go to a Popeyes and I do would, this? I wouldn't know. I it already takes a lot for somebody to walk outside naked and then go to a destination. I'm I'm just gonna, you know, chalk it up to. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna throw it in there that uh, drug use may be involved. No, no, you didn't hear you, sober. You, were, you definitely wasn't listening to what I said. I said the police report said that the woman showed no signs of being drunk, under the influence of drugs, nor was there any evidence of mental health issues. She was fine. No shame then. Kudos to her, man. What? Clap it up for her. Well, actually, I'm I'm clapping for the for the dignity. I'm not cla- if that's considered dignity, but I'm not clapping because if this was a man, it'd be a different situation. Facts. Yeah. Facts. She facts. probably dated some dude who worked at Popeyes, but they broke up. She needs to feel loved again. I remember smelling the grease on Marcus. But what about the Seven Eleven though? Yeah, the Seven Eleven was. I don't know. That's she, her other ex. Not a Seven Eleven. Is oh, man, I miss Slurpees. But I mean, like, if you're <laughs> if you're in that area and you see her. I would steer clear. I would. I would. That's I would what I'm leave saying. Because she's but obviously she, she's obviously a menace to that Popeyes. community. You know what's crazy? Popeyes and Seven Eleven. This girl isn't black though. There's what? She's not black. After a Seven Eleven and a Popeyes, she's not black. Well, the Seven Eleven could be anybody, but Popeyes, like you, Popeyes, is like. Is she black though? No, she's not black. That's what I'm saying. She's she's white, I believe. From the mm. picture, she looks white. Mm. The caucasity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> first come, first serve. 
Anyway. <laughs> uh, Conan O'Brien will end his show on in June of 2021 and is heading to HBO Max for a weekly variety show. It comes after a, a storied career hosting NBC's Late Night from 1993 to 2009, followed by a short tenure on The Tonight Show and his last 10 years being spent hosting his show on TBS. Vaughn, I know you know a little bit more about this, right? Conan is a legend conan first of all, okay so anybody that knows me or doesn't know or that doesn't know me for anybody that doesn't know me uh my dream in life is to become a late night talk show host amongst many things but the more serialized i guess on that and uh conan o'brien is currently the, the oldest running the longest running talk show host in the game uh he's been hosting his talk show for 28 years um and conan has been done a lot conan comes after david letterman who don't, David Letterman's still around. He still does his Netflix show. But David Letterman was the oldest running before Conan. And to see Conan ending his talk show was very uh, upsetting for me. And I feel like, I feel like first of all, Conan is, a le- like I said, is a legend in the game. He's hilarious. He's a true host and a comedian. Um, to see the variety show on HBO Max, I definitely think is going to be interesting. Just for the fact that a lot of things are starting to go streaming now. Um, Conan went from his show being an hour after 25 years to a half hour and kind of when that happened i was like all right well conan's time is coming up and now this is this but i also understand because of covid and everything and conan's tapping to a lot of different things he's doing uh he has like a bunch of different podcasts now he um does like a bunch of remote skits and stuff so i think it's really really dope um word shout out to conan word i'm a yo conan released this morning um a podcast episode of his podcast with Kevin Hart. I started listening to it this morning and it was absolutely hilarious. I didn't even finish it. And it was hilarious. I suggest listening to it. Do you feel like late night? I mean, I know you're not as I, I'm not trying to diss you, but like as well versed in late night as I am. But do you feel like it's a dying medium? I think, yeah, I think TV is a dying medium. Yeah. Um, in, in general. So, I mean, maybe it could make a comeback like with streaming platforms, mm-hmm. but even that is tough. You know, like I, I just TV in general, like, I want to, there's certain shows that I'd want to get into, but because it's just on TV, like for example, Jesus and Mero, Mm -hmm. um, it's on, um, Showtime. Yeah. Showtime. It's just TV, man. Like, I think, I think that I am excited to see what he's going to do on, uh, do you know what he's going to do on HBO max? He just said it's a variety series. They don't, they have, he hasn't even addressed it yet. Those just, those news, uh, outlets posted it, but he hasn't addressed it yet. Um, if it's anything like what Conan's doing now, I could just imagine it is a bit more, uh, Should be well, funny. yeah, it's going to be funny. I feel like variety series is also kind of the route that I want to go. And Conan already does a lot of variety series elements in his 28 year history. So I'm excited to see what it turns into. I don't know exactly what it's going to be, but Conan is a legend. Salute to Conan. He's definitely a legend. I'm upset. I, um, I have uh, a list of talk show hosts that I told myself in life that I wanted to see live. Jimmy Fallon was one, uh, Stephen Colbert was one, Conan O'Brien was one, and now I've I've crossed off Jimmy and Stephen Colbert off that list. I also wanted to see Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah's Trevor Noah's funny. Yeah, um, I just recently got into Desus and Meryl, so I would love to see them live. But Conan O'Brien is definitely one that I wanted to say I would see live, and I don't know if what the variety series will be like, so I don't know if I'll ever have that opportunity now because of COVID. But uh, definitely will be missed in the talk show game. But I'm excited to see what he'll do. Uh, speaking of HBO Max. 
Now, the Fresh's cast and Black Entertainment has reunited for their 30-year anniversary. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion special premiered on HBO Max last Thursday. It featured all of the cast, uh, the original cast, um, chilling while uh, on they were chilling on a recreated set of their old living room, reminiscing on the conception of the show, experiences, and favorite moments while showing old clips of the show. Now, bro, I watched this last night. Shout out to one of my side pieces for lending me the HBO Max account. And even though I never watched Fresh Prince crazy like that, it was very. I felt like I was a part of the family. It felt very nostalgic watching this. Um, they really discussed a lot of their family dynamic amongst everybody. They talked about the monumental impact that the show was for the culture, especially at that time. How many black TV shows were on between 1990 and 1996? Um, not many. And Fresh Prince, I feel like, is bigger now uh, more than it ever was when it was in its initial run. And it was very, very, it was something very, very different for people to see at the time. So I definitely think, and obviously Will Smith is Will Smith. Um, but uh, yeah. Now, like I said, it featured all of the original cast, including the original Aunt Viv played by uh, Janet Huber. For those who don't know, Janet Huber played Aunt Viv on the show for its first three seasons, then exited the series due to her and Will having major difficulty working with each other on set. Uh, throughout the past 27 years, there has been no conversation and a whole lot of animosity between the two. And even between uh, even be between Will and Janet, but also between Janet and Alfonso Ribeiro, who played Carlton on the show. Uh, and after 27 years, Will and Janet have reunited uh, to settle their feud, hash out their differences, and discuss what really happened. During that third season, when I got pregnant, there was a lot of things going on in my life and in Will's life as well. There was some friction because I was pregnant. Home life was not good at all. The cast had no idea what was going on. You know, during that time of her pregnancy, I wasn't sensitive. You know, now that I've had three kids, I learned some things that I did not know at the time, and I would do things very differently. But I, I can see where I made the set very difficult for Janet. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's good to hear that they hash out their differences. Um, that's definitely interesting. Um, that kind of will kind of took the fault a little bit. Yeah, that was one of the things I enjoyed about it. They also did um him and I, I don't know what she was, some type of doctor. I think a a psych doctor or something. They did a red table talk about it too to hmm. talk about like um rekindling differences and like understanding like what it was that Janet went through. And one thing that they touched on in the in the red table talk, but I also noticed it will. It was really a conversation. It wasn't like Janet expressing how she felt and Will was like, oh, but you did X, Y, and Z. You were trying to act like this, that, and the third. Yeah. You know, it was really like I was young and I was X, Y, and Z. And I'm going to play some more clips, too, and we'll hear a little bit more of that conversation. So this is uh, Janet setting the record straight about everybody saying uh, she was fired and then discussed her being pretty much blackballed after exiting the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Let's listen. Offered me this really bad deal in the third season. I said, you've got two months and two weeks of work and you cannot work anywhere else. I did not accept their offer. I was never fired. So they said, okay, then we're gonna recast your role. When I left the show, I had this new baby and no one. Family disowned me, Hollywood disowned me. Mm. My family said, you've ruined our name. And I wasn't unprofessional on the set. I just stopped talking to everybody because I didn't know who to trust because I had been banished. And they said it was you who, who banished me. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, that, that is crazy. That, that, that's unfortunate. Um, 
that must be tough having like a newborn baby and then like you know kind of she was in an abusive relationship yeah she got she got uh yeah they her and her husband divorced i think it was not long before she left fresh prince but she was still going through a crazy situation so going through having a baby abusive relationship your family just her husband had lost her job and you know stuff happening with the fresh prince and you know the public perception of you that's 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 tough yeah uh this was will's response to everything that uh janet had to say about how she about what happened after she left fresh prince is 21 years old yeah everything was a threat to me why was i a threat not you the world i was so driven by fear and jokes and comedy yeah and all of that yeah you were was how you were live but what you didn't realize either that i was going through a lot at home mm-hmm. right very abusive marriage i can see now the level of pain and the level of struggle that it was for you just to show up every day but you took all that away from me yeah could you imagine that like after because will smith said what he said and then that was it like a 21 year old ruined this like woman who was a broadway star she was an actress a singer a dancer her career that's it that is unfortunate um Kudos to Will Smith for being so uh, transparent. He's pretty much always been that transparent. Um, but I am glad to see that he's taking responsibility. He's like, look, I was young. I made mistakes. See him apologize. And to see them hash it out, man, it, it, it's good to see. I'm definitely going to try to check out that special. Where I have my side piece send you the, uh, send you the, send you the password. Uh, here's their apologies to one another. So this is like the, I guess, the end all be all of this 27-year beef. Lost everything. And I understand you were able to move forward, but you know those words, calling a black woman difficult mm. in Hollywood is the kiss of death. And it's hard enough being a dark-skinned black woman in this business. But I felt it was necessary for us to finally move forward. And I'm sorry that I have blasted you to pieces. When I look back now, it's obvious that you were having a hard time and I felt like you hated me. I could not do a 30-year celebration and not celebrate you yeah so so, salute to will smith salute to janet huber for yeah uh doing this it was uh something else that caught a lot of like heat i guess throughout this whole when the special was janet huber so this was in like a different scene uh this was like them sitting down on their own but the whole cast i don't know if you saw my ig story i posted it yesterday the whole cast sat on the couch and they were watching clips when janet huber came out uh, Alfonso Ribeiro Carlton was gone from the scene. And so everybody was like, oh, like them two still didn't uh, figure out whatever they wanted to figure out. He dipped. Uh, but Alfonso posted, he was like, th- that was shot on a completely different day. And I had to, I, he was shooting, uh, what's he the host of? Who wants to be a millionaire, I think, right now? Um, and he was like, yeah, I wasn't there for that. But him and uh, apparently Jen have resolved their beef. So that's it. That was the first time both people that played Aunt Viv uh, met. Daphne Reed. Oh, wow. Yeah, Daphne Reed and Janet Huber. That was the first time they ever met. Wow, that's interesting. I'm definitely going to try to check it out then. And that w- it, that's just crazy to think about. Like, yeah. the fact that, like, just looking at Will, looking at, first of all, looking at what Will became. I mean, because she, she said in the special, she was like, I already knew that you were going to be big. Like, at 21 years old, here we are 30 years later, look at Will Smith, one of the biggest movie stars in, in Hollywood or in the entertainment industry, not even just Hollywood. But also just to see, like, Alfonso grown, to see the girl that played uh, Hillary and uh, Ashley grown. Like, that is just, like, to see practically what was your kids yeah. grown yeah, after 27 years. And it's crazy. Such an iconic show, like Fresh Prince. You had two uh, 
female actresses play the same role. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing that this, that's the first time they've ever met. Yeah. I would imagine. I mean, that's something like... Yeah, it makes sense, but... Something still. that the light-skinned Aunt Viv, uh, Daphne Reed, mentioned in the special is that originally she was going to audition for Aunt Viv from the start, but be, mm. she became uninterested when she heard that it was about... um. A young boy from Philly rapping. She was like, oh, no, that's not for me, blah, 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 blah. Then when the show came on, I think it aired in September of uh, 1990, she was like, damn, this show's going to be a hit. And it makes you think, like, if people watch, like, about people that watch these shows after, like, missed opportunities. Like, I wonder if Janet Huber watched Daphne Reed after she left and was like, damn, like, she's killing this. Or, like, I could have still been X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 blah. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think that's the case just because of, one, how sour the situation was. And two, the first Anvil was, was was better, if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. I think no, about no, it. no hate to light skin Anvil, but uh, I feel like dark skin Anvil uh, had more personality mm-hmm. and was more of like an like an important character, whereas like light skin Anvil was kind of like there, you know. Yeah, I think about that in the terms of one of my favorite shows, Law and Order SVU. Stabler left, mm-hmm. yeah, just man. so abruptly, and Stabler's coming back. Thank God, I can't wait for that to Facts. happen. But like. And I've seen um, interviews where Chris Maloney said, like, I haven't watched an episode since I left and I'm glad I'm going, blah, 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 blah. So it's going to be crazy to see that scenario. Have you ever watched the show um, Girl Meets World? It's like the revival of Boy Meets World. I had an opportunity to audition for a character on that show and I fumbled a bag and didn't do it. And then I do remember watching the show after and seeing the character that I was supposed to play like, damn. You know that that show actually wasn't like that bad. It wasn't terrible, but it was it wasn't what Boy Meets World was because it was on Disney Channel. That Disney check, bro, you're slacking. I don't know, man. It, it, it eats it, it, it eats him up every day that he didn't audition for that yeah. uh, girl. Girl, that's crazy. World. I was really a Disney Channel kid growing up. Like you know how people be like, I'm a Toys R Us. Kid? I was a Disney Channel kid for life. Uh, but yeah, and this is Von Leek, and you're watching Disney Channel. That's what you I'm do saying. Little, the little mouse thing. Yo, Alfonso has got to be tired of doing a Carlton. They had him do it oh, yes, yeah. on the hundred <laughs> percent. He's got to be tired of doing that dance. Like if I was him, I'd probably be mad. Like do the no. dance. No, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Yeah, uh, but that's all from we J and V with the T. When we come back, yo, um, along with the first, you didn't watch the Fresh Prince doc, but I want to sit down and have a conversation because. Uh, last week was a great week for Black Excellence. Uh, not, not only did that come out, uh, the Kevin Hart's comedy special came out last week. It's called um, what was it called? <laughs> not don't no f's, f's given. Yeah, no f's given. I was like, don't f this up. Was the documentary from December? No f's given uh, dropped on Netflix, and I want to talk about it because I watched that. And my brother, uh, shout out to Alfonso Romero Jones II. Uh, I've been trying to get you onto the show for weeks. He's in a Netflix show called Grand Army, which dropped on October 16th. You yeah. finally watched it, so I want to sit and talk about it. And it's been over a month, so if anybody be like, spoiler alert! Uh, well, sorry for you. You should have watched the show by now, but we're going to talk about that. Um, and just pick these apart. Uh, that's uh, This is kind of like a throwback to a segment I used to do on Stay Woke called What, what You Watching. So What You Watching is coming about to the break. Keep it locked. Happy Monday. Rise and shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew. Vont League Justice Greg. Good morning. Uh, if you are just tuning in, today is our last episode of the year. Uh, I am thankful and grateful for what we have created. Uh, back when Art and I had this idea, I want to say it was November of last year, right around this time. We had no idea what this show would turn into. We had no idea what this show would be, essentially. Um, and to be, I don't want to say the last man standing, but the last man standing, uh, 
It feels good to see what we have done this past year. Just uh, Z came up out of nowhere, and we are extremely beyond uh, yeah. grateful for Z and the contribution she has made to this show. And Z, we love and miss you. Happy birthday, by the way, girl. And we yeah. can't wait to see you again next year. Yeah. Uh, Facts. Z, happy happy birthday, Z. I think with her being like gone, we we've kind of learned like how much she really does. Yes, <laughs> like, I never uh, took Z for granted, but Z does a lot for this nah, show. Nah, for real, for real. Giving her quote unquote professional advice. She um does. She's in charge of headlines every week. Uh, she keeps she keeps a voice in the conversation. You know, different perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we love and miss you. We'll see you next year. But justice. This is your first full semester of the show. Yeah, it is. Um, and you did good. You did. You, <laughs> yeah, you did. I I've heard better. Nah, how do you feel though? I feel good, man. I feel good. Um, I'm 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 like I said. I didn't think. I thought we'd get into like maybe four shows, yeah. you know, and then maybe go online to do Zoom shows. But um, I'm definitely grateful for the, the full semester. Um, I've I've learned a lot, and I'm excited for next semester, man. You know, it, it's only up from here. We're we're, we're just getting started, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one thing that we that we realized that you're here for another year because you failed. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you are here for another year. So we have next semester, and then another full year. Uh, me and you of the show. Uh, Z graduates this upcoming spring. This semester is, well, today's technically our last show and it's her birthday. And then the next semester will be her last show. Imagine she misses that one too. Yikes. Yeah, we just realized how trash we are. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, brother, I'm glad that you came onto the show. Um, I'm glad, like I said, I'm I'm proud of what this show has turned into. And if you missed it earlier, at the at, after this, uh, at nine o'clock, we are airing uh some of morning commute's best moments uh some stuff from this past season as well as our season prior in our winter 2020 or i guess the spring 2020 term as well as uh halfway through we'll be airing a 30 minute compilation of some of the best uh brave new radio things that happened in 2020 um and i'm real proud of what we put together well i put it together i'm gonna do my own i put it together but what brave new radio has done as a collective um we had the opportunity we interviewed what did we do this year we interviewed, we interviewed the president, the, the president of this school, uh, Richard Heldobler. Uh, we interviewed my brother, and my mentor, Brad Butler the second back in February. We interviewed uh, uh, one of Art's rapper friends. We we've done a lot, and I'm really proud. Shout out to Morgan, by the way, too. Morgan, who came off of the show. Shout out to Morgan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done a lot, and we're only going up from here. If you have missed any episodes, or if you don't even know who we are, you can. One, go follow us on Twitter at CommuteBNR. We'll be tweeting there all the time um, and keeping you posted as to when we're coming back. And all our episodes are on wherever you find podcasts. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, and you can listen to our past craziness there. Yep. Do you have a favorite episode this semester? I know I always ask you like after we leave out of here, like what, what's been like, how, how was the episode? Damn, I, I, I don't know, man. There's definitely a couple, I think. I think that um remember I was gone for two weeks? Yeah, on Zoom. I think uh the week after that mm-hmm. might have been my favorite. The one where we hated you? Yeah. That that was a good one. Yeah. And and I think the one after that too was great. Too. The one after we hated you was the one the first me and just me and you. Oh no, that that was too toxic. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was that was that was way too toxic. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, um I'm proud of what we've done. I'm proud of Yep. What we have done here at Brave New Radio and just, I mean, what Brave New Radio has done to 2020 just because 
we obviously all radio stations and all schools have to shut down because of this pandemic. And we still don't know what will happen in the future because of the pandemic. But Brave New Radio has prevailed because, one, we are brave. And two, we are the nation's number one college radio station. Facts. I mean, look at all we accomplished, you know, in pandemic, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really, it's only up from here, man. We're, we're, we're literally just getting started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk, we have a, a segment, a little throwback to my old podcast, Stay Woke. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about what you're watching, some things that we've been watching on television, but we got the top of the hour and some more music coming right here on the nation's number one college radio station. What you're watching is coming up after the break, so keep it locked. Happy Monday. Rise and shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew, Vont League Justice, Greg. Good morning. Uh, right now, as I mentioned before the break, we are going to do something that I used to do on my podcast, Stay Woke, which I think y'all should go listen to, by the way. Actually... You make the decision, actually. I don't want to say that. But um, and it's called What You're Watching, where we essentially talk about some things that we're watching because some great stuff has come out in the past, uh, I'm going to say month because this is a little over a month. First, I want to talk about one of my favorite people, uh, comedians, actors, legend in the entertainment industry, Kevin Hart. Uh, his comedy special, Zero F's Given, dropped on Netflix. You watched it, bro? I did. I thought it was, I thought it was funny. I thought it was his best special in a while. I thought I thought it was it wasn't you know completely out there like he kind of advertised that it was you know completely uncensored it was crazy it wasn't like you know Chappelle level mm-hmm. uncensored but um it definitely was uncensored you know especially for Kevin Hart standards and I was glad to see him come out of his comfort zone a little bit mm-hmm. um well I mean he was in his house so that was, was his main thing yeah like, he was like I'm gonna say what I want I'm in my house yeah but there was definitely a couple jokes I was like oh wow like I Okay. Calling okay. his daughter. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was crazy. Mm-hmm. And um, the one that that you sent me about. Um, oh, what the uh, the butter. Oh, <laughs> oh the. <laughs> you never answered my question. No, you ever I, got I have a, not. I I don't know if we can say that either. Can we? I don't know. But just go to the movies and get a big bucket <laughs> of popcorn. <laughs> yeah, which which is significant other or potential uh, embracer embracing partner. Yeah, uh, there was a lot of good. I don't want even. I don't. I don't want to spoil it. But there was a lot. Um, I always thought Kevin Hart was hilarious. I just, but I always watched Kevin Hart as an actor. I never really got into his specials until recently. So watching this was funny for me. I started off talking about I got the fit. Yeah, yeah, that was funny too. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? I think one thing that's interesting about Kevin Hart, um, a lot of his comedy really caters more towards black people in the sense of, uh. It's relatable as opposed to like Dave Chappelle who does that. He talks about white people also like I mean, it's relate like white people stuff is relatable, too. And again, I mean, don't necessarily quote me because I'm not that big on Dave Chappelle. But other mm-hmm. people like Kevin Hart is just specifically caters to black people, you know, yeah. talked about what was the he was like one of the scariest things for black people was got your ass on tape. You know, <laughs> that was a funny bit. And it was I, I, I just feel like it caters specifically to black people as opposed to like, oh, anybody. But I mean, but Kevin Hart also is like we talked about last week. Kevin Hart does a lot to cater to different audiences but he stays in one lane while doing so yeah. you know and kevin hart doesn't really change up his um his uh persona or his act you know yeah he didn't change it up he just took a little bit more risk which i, I was glad to see because you know what? Oh, go ahead. i said this uh last week's show his his i feel like all of his work is starting to get a little stale like i feel like he was on the like decline a little bit but um i like i, I like this though i, I enjoyed it one joke also that go along with the thing that you said about um him getting canceled, the one arm joke. 
Yeah, that, that was, was crazy. crazy too. That was crazy too. <laughs> I guess I I don't want to I want to I'll spoil this one. He made a joke. Um, there was a lot of mo- like moments in time where he was talking about getting like getting canceled for things he said. So then he was he was talking about people that only have one arm, and then he was like, uh, I know that they can't go to protest because their arm gonna give out because <laughs> they only have one arm. And then that he, was that was funny. Yeah. And then he played everything off at the end of it. It was like it was a dream essentially. Um where he wo- he woke up with his wife and was like, uh, I had this dream I was calling my daughter uh you know what and I was saying my son was dumb and all this other stuff and he oh, was yeah, like yeah, I was yeah. saying all this stuff that I, I shouldn't necessarily say and I guess that was his way to ease out of like like I said it, you know, like I'm, I thought that was trash. With the ending? Yeah. Why? It it was just corny to me. I feel like he should just left to the left it as uh like when the pizzas came out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Bop, bop, yeah, bop, 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 bop. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny too. The Jerry Seinfeld drawn. Um, I think I heard this on a Breakfast Club interview. Him and Will Smith are collabing soon, which is weird to think never happened. They're both wow. from Philly. Nah, yeah, that that should be funny. I don't know what it is exactly. Like they're in the like the works that like they're working on it because right now he's in Canada shooting Man in Toronto or Man from Toronto or Man on Toronto something like that. But um, to see him and Will Smith collab is gonna be something different, you know? Yeah, we've but- never seen like like Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Yeah, but I feel like Martin Lawrence is kind of just like done, kind of. You know, mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence has been like, you know what? I'm chilled out now. I'm getting older. Kevin Hart still has a lot of steam in him. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of work he's still waiting to do so to see him and will smith collab soon is gonna be good like you said i'm surprised they haven't collabed already yeah two young uh two of the most successful movie stars ever from philly facts and they haven't done anything yet so but so what would you rate uh the what is it called zero f's given out of 10 mm. or let's do we'll do stars five stars we'll do stars i give it a f- i'm gonna say four yeah i'll give it a four i thought it was good yeah, and I genuinely I I laughed at a lot of stuff. I definitely thought the one the one arm joke was funny. I don't like I hate talking about like because this is this is fresh, so I don't want to spoil it for people yet. Go watch it. Yeah, just go watch it. What I do want to talk about though, we can spoil this because it's been over a month since it's dropped. Was the Netflix series Grand Army that dropped? Yeah, I finally got to it. Yeah, man. Um, if y'all don't know, this is a show about five teens who go to Grand Army Central High, which is a fictitious, but it's supposed to be one of the biggest high schools in New York. And they deal with a bunch of social issues while in high school. Uh, and it stars my brother Alfonso Jones the uh, second. Z watched it. She so was supposed to give her take too, but uh, what what was your opinion on it, bro? It was a lot. It was a lot, man. That first scene, bro. I'm telling you. Not just the first scene. Yeah, the first scene was disgusting. But, uh, man, it was a lot going on in that show. Um, Between, you know, all the... I like that all the main characters were, you know, kind of completely different perspectives. And I I do like that we kind of got to see, like... uh, I don't know how to explain this, but, like... A lot of 2020 problems, you feel me? And a lot of different, uh, you know, background situations. You know, we we, we had, uh, I'm forgetting the main character's names, but we had we had the chick who... Joey. Uh, Joey is the, the main girl who got uh, raped. Yeah, yeah. She, um, yeah, that that was, that was a, I don't even know what to say, bro. Like, it, it was just a lot going on, like... Tim did her terrible. Oh, facts, facts, facts. But it, that that whole situation was kind of messed up, though. Why? Because when it, like, happened, like, when they were in the cab, she, like, 
I'm not gonna say that she provoked it. You don't want to say, but she did though. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna say she provoked it because I don't want to put that narrative out. There. No, yeah, yeah, no, no. She, I but mean, what happened the, to her was wrong. The relationship was very odd to me. Yeah, the relationship true. with her and the and, and the three guys that she was with was odd to me. But I, I liked it for the fact that it played into yo, there is boundaries, you know, and that's there was yeah. a great portrayal of like this is how this happens because you get comfortable and you let these guys get comfortable and then this is what essentially can happen. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, there was that storyline. There was a storyline of um, I'm blanking on his name right now. That was gay, and he didn't know it. Um, what was your take on that storyline? He I knew he was gay, but he didn't. It, it took him a minute to come to terms with him. Yeah, I, I would say that, that that's not really not like a, 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 a yeah a, a newer storyline, but it was interesting to see that that dynamic uh, between him and his like you know kind of old fashioned parents. Mm-hmm. You know, we can even see like the relationship between you know his parents and his sister yeah you know who's kind of into like uh, body positivity i I'm, I'm glad we saw like a different dynamics from each main character like yeah. you said joey was kind of like a feminist mm-hmm. i would say activist yeah mm-hmm. an activist and then you had i forgot i forget the main character's name but the dom. The, the black girl dom dom she uh she was very hardworking. She had to support her family, mm-hmm. you know, who didn't have the most money, but she was also trying to get in a really good school and she was trying to juggle everything, kind of be, you know, the person who handles everything for the for the house. Um, Sid, someone who, you know, is claimed to be a perfect life, but, you know, was uh, uh, ashamed to be gay. You that know? was crazy. I thought the fact that, like, when he like he was kissing his girl and stuff and he was like no we can't do this and then like broke up with her got with the dude and was like nah I want you back like but it's yeah. crazy because that's what I mean I don't I don't know what these people go through but I mean it's just crazy to like see see that you know firsthand yeah. I then, guess firsthand kind of and then there was also um, Jason and Owen the black oh guys. yeah 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 that that um that was also interesting they they did Owen dirty yeah they did Owen dirty. Um, I want to talk about the ending last, but mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I don't want to spoil it. But uh, no, nah, we can spoil it. it. Spoil it. Yeah, we, we already then, said spoiler alert. Uh, the Layla. Asian girl, Layla. The, the Asian girl. Um, that's her name, Layla. Layla yeah, uh, who was uh, Chinese, but she was adopted by a white family, kind of mm-hmm. you know privileged a little bit, and then you know ha- uh, had a hard time adjusting to high school. Um, I hated her. Everybody did. She's and I think that was her. what portrays this girl's character. I think that's how I think the girl uh, shout out to Amalia who I think she did this character depicted it amazingly because people really hate like I've, mm-hmm. I've obviously I've checked a lot of like uh, forms and stuff and I've talked to my boy Fonz about like what's the reception been and everybody hates Layla and it's funny because he said the girl Amalia hates Layla too because Layla is like this not overachiever over like she's like eager to like she's a freshman but she's over here she's so obsessed with trying to have sex and trying to like beat the like come to terms with like yo like i'm gonna be this high school girl i'm gonna be famous i'm gonna have all these girls on me like or all these guys on me x y and z and you see that throughout the entire show like she's very eager to have sex she's very eager to do certain things with certain guys um, yeah. but also still trying to come to terms with herself because there are girls making fun of her that she can't speak Chinese, um, wondering why her parents never put her in Chinese schools or whatever. And she's supposed, she's supposed to be a Jewish white girl. Did you, what was your opinion on the, an, the, the, the animations, the little cartoon dreams she was having? Uh, I thought they were cool. I thought they were interesting. Um, you thought they were cool. Those were crazy, bro. They were crazy. They were crazy. Um, 
I don't know why they picked her to give those animations, like, because they kind of made it seem like she was the main character, like her and Joe. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I do want to say I'm glad it, it showed different perspectives, like you know, like you know, feminist, someone who works hard, balances, you know, for their family, um, someone struggling with their sexuality, someone struggling transitioning from middle school to high school. Um, I think that a lot of young people will probably grab. T- gravitate towards the show they they tackled um racism a lot a lot show. within the first episode yeah yeah they had a, a um uh a bomb threat within the for like the first like 20 minutes of the first episode so it tackled like uh feminism it, ta- it tackled like this like the harsh realities of racial injustice because uh well we'll talk about the end in a second but what happened with the guys um it talked about uh the teacher who was, who was like you don't have any clothes to wear when she just left gym class and they were in a bomb threat you know yeah so it touched a lot of these issues which i really really messed with uh my boy alfonso was he played the character john ellis mm-hmm. he was dom uh dom's love interest he kind of played like the he was like the like the the jock but not your typical jock because yeah. he I, I mean we didn't see him play basketball but everybody in the school knew who he was and loved him and stuff yeah definitely a, a cool character where um and they shot they shot this show May 2019 to October 2019. So obviously no idea of COVID. And they interle they interwove COVID I guess that's a word. COVID into this like and it I like the, how they did it. The way it ends is literally like a week before COVID supposed to like yeah. have hit. So it's in real kind of in real time. So if they do get greenlit for a season two, I'm excited to see how they deal with that. Everybody's saying they want to see John, uh, John and Dom go to prom. Uh, so we shall see that. And I'm just it, I'm glad to. I'm glad that there's a show out there. A lot of people call this like a mix between the grassy mixed with uh, 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 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. So I've seen both of those. That, that's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. It was it was it was a good show. And you you want to talk about the uh, the ending? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was extremely powerful. It's not what I was expecting. It's not what I was expecting. I was expecting maybe like more of a feel good. Um, a feel-good ending maybe like bring owen on stage or something maybe him winning and then you know him and owen owen celebrating but no he put a he so he, give the context of what's going so in the beginning in the first episode uh the two there's two guy characters are black name um jason and owen they get suspended for uh messing around in a lockdown but owen gets harsher consequences and yeah. he gets sent to a different school um mm-hmm. and he gets beat up and stuff at the other school so jason is trying to fight for him to like get treated with justice and yeah. they have like a whole um protest in the school against like this racial injustice and so Jay- jason and owen are both like amazing saxophone players like the school's like top saxophone players yeah and they're trying to get into this college Jason doesn't get in, but Owen does. But because Owen is at the like, like the other school and suspended, he can't go. So J- Jason, Jason takes, takes his spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the end of the the last scene of the show of the season at it's least the showcase. Yeah, is the showcase for the thing. And when Jason Jason's obviously feeling guilt for taking over Owen's spot, and then yeah. you go ahead. So go when ahead. when he's about to perform, basically he uh, he stops performing. And he puts a uh, an X, a black X made of tape over his mouth and puts his fist up kind of in uh, in solidarity. Yeah. And then the show just ends. The show just ends there. And I thought that uh, it was fitting, you know, because it's not really a... a... There were some feel-good moments in the show, you know, maybe with Dom and with uh, Sid. Mm-hmm. But um, it wasn't... It tackled a lot of serious issues. So I do think that 
that was a fitting end to the show and to that story kind of you know because like it wouldn't be that realistic for him to feel bad for Owen, but then like, all right, I'm just going to take your spot anyway, mm-hmm. you know, so. And then we're like best friends. Another thing yeah. that was like realistic that I liked, and you don't see it a lot now, and I'm not saying this just because my boy, because Fawn's, because my boy is in it, but like the the relationship dynamic of John and Dom, like she was like, oh, I can't be with you because yeah. um, in order for her family to stay where like in America, yeah, she had to get married to this guy who she didn't even know. And so she was like, I can't be with you because I have to do X, Y, and Z. And then that ended up not happening, but John was still down, you know? John asked her to prom and she was like, no. Then she realized she messed up. She asked him to prom. Like it showed a happy ending while showing the real list, like what went along with it it wasn't just like oh we need married like blah 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 like it showed the real the realities of the situation the circumstances yeah. i like the character development for each of the main characters you know you you had someone like uh like dom you know like you know good things would happen to her and then all of a sudden something bad would happen and you know she would struggle juggling everything mm-hmm. you know she kind of fell apart a little bit and then it wasn't know, just like a fairy tale ending yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't but it, it kind of was yeah it kind of was um you know as far as joe joe um you know she started off you know very powerful very powerful um you know trying to make statements uh and very supportive and then you know the situation happened in the cab where um she got raped and then you know you saw her unravel you know and then towards the end you saw her kind of uh find herself again uh through um dancing i think it was right yeah and then like even like sid you saw him you know extremely popular guy and then he's trying to keep this secret and then you know towards the end he gets into harvard and you know he kind of accepts himself and tells his parents even layla like you saw her struggle through the whole show and towards the end she kind of was like you know f it like i don't care because uh another thing that i like was like when she was going to i think to a therapist or something and she was they were like make amends so she had that list and she was trying to make amends with everybody and everybody was like no like screw yeah. you and it kind of showed like i said the reality is like it's not going to be a fairy tale ending it's going to be like you do me dirty and this is how i'm going to treat you which i really really enjoyed like yeah. seeing the realities and it like it wasn't all even if it was happily ever after it showed like Oh, it's not just uh, kiss and makeup. Yeah, facts. You know, it was it was like a, it was a made up show. It was a good story, but it, it was it was life, man. And yeah. I I would actually like to see them um, get a season two. You know, maybe to see them tackle COVID and stuff. Yeah, because they already dealt with a lot of good social issues, especially for the times we're in. Facts, facts. Word. Good good show though. Yes, uh, for well, real. Five out of uh, what what out of five? I'm gonna go four again. Yeah, I'm, I'm going four. I would I would watch it again. Yeah, I wish the characters the development was a little deeper for some things, but I felt like, like it, it. Um, certain scenarios, like I felt like in the beginning, maybe just because I I was watching it for the first time because I watched it uh, almost twice. I haven't finished the second round through, but the first time I was a bit like lost because there was things thrown everywhere, you know. But I definitely do think the way that these characters developed and the way that these storylines were depicted, like I said, it portrayed like the realities so i guess like layla we kind of figured out like okay she's struggling with her identity and we know that this is like we know that she was adopted but like tell the story of her being adopted tell like what happened for her to want to feel so included you know i don't think we needed more layla but (laughs) um, you you get the point but um yeah i do think it was interesting how some characters you know they could have dived deeper into like maybe sid's girlfriend or sid's sister Mm -hmm. or even like you know you talked about the first scene yeah, you know, Joe was helping her friend, and it was pretty intimate. 
pretty intimate moment, yeah, like yeah, pretty yeah. personal. Like why? Like why? Or like that moment where she yeah. was like, um, you had an abortion before. Like I didn't. We never got any more contact. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Exactly. And then, but like you know, she helped her out with that. It was pretty personal. And then like you know, something happened to Joe, and she turned on her quick, mm-hmm. quick. And like we really don't see her again. So yeah, but. Great show. If you have not already, go check it out. Grand Army yeah, streaming Grand right Army. now on Netflix. Check out Kevin Hart, uh, Zero F's Given. It's on Netflix right now. Uh, and me and Justice have a Netflix special coming soon, too. Yeah, we do. Speak that into existence. Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when we come back, we got headlines. We're talking about uh, somebody who was looking for an apology. Oh, geez. Uh, we're also be talking about uh, somebody uh, offering hush money, a uh, new docuseries, and some more black beef. All that and more is on the way, so keep it locked. Happy Monday. <laughs> Oh man! Shout out to my boy Johan, yo. Shout out to Johan. Rise and shine, y'all. We are your morning commute crew, Vont League Justice Greg. Good morning. It's time for headlines. Ah, uh, oh, you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, <laughs> this isn't planned. I feel like we've been talking about Tory Lanez this whole damn semester, bro, and it's not gonna stop. Honestly, it it's really, it's really not. At least to the to the trial. Yeah, till they get back together. Tory Lanez pleaded not guilty okay. Wednesday to charges related to the shooting of Megan Thee Stallion. If you guys don't know, if you obviously haven't been listening to the show, Megan Thee Stallion publicly accused Tori uh, of shooting her in the feet in uh, in August uh, when they had been riding in the car following an argument. Uh, Tori Lane is due back in court on January 20th of next year. So should be an interesting January. But uh, there are also reports that Tory Lanez offered Megan Thee Stallion, I think her friend, hush money. Mm-hmm. So this is definitely an interesting situation. I'm 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 eager to see what the what the the court case will be like because we need more information in this case because of right now we believe Meg obviously, but it's it's he said she said right now, you know, no one has been talking. We need more information on this. You feel me? If we're going to keep talking about it. Meg hasn't been talking because a lot of people are telling her to be quiet. And the Breakfast Club also said this week that, well, last week, I guess, uh, that she was supposed to be on the Breakfast Club. But the publication, I mean, her her PR team was like, yo, don't ask her about to- uh, the Tory situation, blah, blah, blah. But when it came to all these white media outlets, they was like, oh, yeah, you can talk about it. That's all you need to talk about. And so the Breakfast Club was just like, like, screw it. like. And it is crazy how, like, certain... Uh, scenarios are put out like that Like yeah. Not scenarios Certain uh, outlets are like that Like they don't want the black tabloids We're, we're gonna get real answers But Tory's also been told not to talk about it We know for obvious reasons why Yeah um, They've both been pretty silent that, that that tells me that something else happened yeah. In that situation That we, that we don't know mm-hmm. But we'll see We'll see Yeah uh, Nicki Minaj She announced Friday That HBO Max Has picked up A six episode docuseries Giving fans Another look at her life Another inside look At her life HBO Max Is about to be The new Netflix It really is Honestly Yeah It really is Um, I have HBO I, Well I had HBO Max I, I'm gonna try to uh, Sign up again But I was a I'm a big uh, comic book fan They have a lot of DC stuff They have a lot of Old Cartoon Network stuff um, Fresh Prince is on here Fresh Prince they, they have a lot They have a lot HBO Max is definitely On the come up um, I think they're gonna be like with Netflix and Hulu, but uh, this is good to hear. This is good to hear. Um, I'm a big fan of documentaries, mm-hmm. you know, and and music. So I'm interested to see uh, any new stuff we'll learn about Nikki. Yeah, uh, she posted a video on IG with the caption, "I couldn't be more thrilled to have HBO Max on board to help tell my story." 
uh, in this delicate and memorable way, a way that my fans will love forever. This doc is next level. I can promise you that. Uh, this comes six years after another special she did called My Time Again that ended with her saying that she would want a family by the next documentary. Uh, and she got yeah, it. She succeeded. Yeah. That's uh, what's up. While also this year twice for the first time, but it happened twice. She hit the hot one, uh, the top of the hot 100. So uh, congrats, Nikki. She did? Yeah. Uh, with uh, I don't even know what songs, honestly, but she definitely did hit the top 100 twice. Well, good for her. Shout out to Nikki. Nikki's a legend. Yeah. Uh, also, and speaking of documentaries, Takashi Six Nine he has a new Netflix documentary out on Hulu right now. It's called Six Nine: The Saga of Danny Hernandez. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not ex- as excited for that one. Yeah, I have Hulu, and I, um, neither are the managers. Uh, they're both. <laughs> they're both on. Uh, they're the managers have said they're apparently both unauthorized. Uh, so they're asking people not to support them. And then there's another one coming to Showtime called Supervillain, I believe, next year. Something like that. So don't you better take, watch out. Don't take my name, Lil. You better bro. watch out. Yeah. Don't take my name, Lil. Bro. You ain't no super villain. Yeah, he coming for you. He's a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> um, Monique had a meltdown on stage when she called out Lee Daniels, Tyler Perry, and Oprah Winfrey during her comedy special at Harlem's Apollo Theater in go. New York. She blamed them for shutting her out of Hollywood and preventing her from getting any more work after her standout role in the 2009 film Precious. Uh, Tyler Perry stated that he doesn't think that Hollywood is necessarily racist. He believes that the industry is more about money rather than a person's skin color. And he said that wherever the money goes, the respect goes along with it. And he didn't exactly address Monique. Monique has claimed that she's been blackballed uh, for many years now. Um, And I believe it. I believe her. Uh, Monique is funny. Monique is funny. I can't think that... Um, for some reason, people aren't giving her roles, you know. So I, I think, I think I'd low key believe her in this. Mm-hmm. As far as blaming Tyler Perry, I don't know about that. Like, what was Tyler Perry even involved in Precious? I think so. I think he wrote it, or no, I don't think he wrote it. I think he produced it or something. But yeah, because I think she, she also uh, released a phone conversation between them, mm-hmm. and like. Tyler Perry was in the phone conversation. Tyler Perry was basically trying to help her. Like, oh, I understand what's been going on with you. Um, you know, I'm going to try to help you get paid. And basically Monique said, yeah, help me. Yeah. Um, which is interesting, you know, because in the phone conversation, Tyler Perry sounded like he was trying to help Monique. But then his statement, he's like, oh, no, Hollywood's not racist. You know, it's, it's, so it, it's definitely an, an interesting situation. Yeah. he Him and Oprah produced precious mm. yeah uh she posted on instagram this all comes after the fresh prince reunion she posted on instagram last week said hats off to will smith for apologizing for what he did to janet hubert's everybody's aunt viv career slash life when he was young perhaps tyler perry who admitted in private that he was wrong will follow suit and be man enough to apologize in public like he promised mm. we'll work on oprah winfrey and Lionsgate a little later so uh i don't know what her issue is if it's payment just pay monique bro <laughs> Like P.S. Hold on, there's more. P.S. Tyler, you won E People's Choice Awards for being the people's champ for your body of work. Tell the truth about a woman named Monique who did nothing wrong and be a champion for the individuals who supported your career for years. The black women, please support or please swipe to hear Tyler Perry say it with his own words. Mm. So interesting. Yeah, that's gonna be the next beef that they sit down for yeah. uh, that we that we hear settled. Hopefully, should be interesting. Should be interesting. Speaking of beef between black. Uh, celebrities, queens, 
Wonderful. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Uh, y'all queen of radio, Wendy Williams. She is back in the headlines. Now, Wendy Williams, well, Black China's in the headlines with her uh, because uh, she made some remarks about Black China um, that were that Black China really took offense to. She was upset that, and these were on Wendy's show at some point last week, if I'm not mistaken. We have a clip that we're going to play for you guys. The producers are lacking. Okay, here we go child with black china right yes yes so that's king cairo that he's i told you black china um text me regularly can you help me find a condo i have no place to live yeah china she said saying. she's not getting child support from either from uh the payments were lowered from robbing she yep. said that Tyga mother doesn't single mother of two can i find her a place to live and it was like random like maybe she sent a blast to everybody that she knows because it didn't say like dear wendy yeah. i didn't answer it i don't want to be involved of course you do. We know good and well your name is Wendy Williams that you do. Um, okay. Black China and Wendy Williams are both trash. But as far as this situation... In, in, in what terms? Because Black China is... Not that I'm a personal witness. She's boom. She's getting a bag on OnlyFans. She's still trash, bro. She, I think she's one of the highest paid uh, people on OnlyFans. Making like 20 mil. What is she famous for? Nothing. Right now, OnlyFans. Not that I know. Um, in this situation, Wendy Williams, you ain't have to say all that. Like you could have kept ever. that to yourself. She doesn't ever. Like that had nothing to do with the the story. Like you didn't have to put that out there. That wasn't like it wasn't news until you said it. That was that was that was personal. You feel me? And if that was the case, you should you should have just kept that to yourself. I think that's that that's lame to me. Yeah. Now, in response to this, Black China posted a video on her IG story showing off her luxury cars and big house See? Uh, and included lyrics from her song Cash Only. And Black China has expressed openly before the lack of child support that she receives from Tyga and Rob Kardashian, which I'm surprised because Tyga is also making bag on OnlyFans. Yeah, I'm not surprised that she's not getting child support. Um, if someone calls you broke and you respond with all the things that you bought when you weren't broke, that doesn't show me that Wait, you're not broke. She showed. You said she showed off all her expensive things, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you're not broke. You could you could be broke and have expensive things because you bought expensive things, and you weren't smart with your money. Um, Black China is trash, bro. You you don't remember everything that Black China did? Well, when she did a Rob Kardashian. No. You don't. Enlighten me. Basically, she took everything from Rob Kardashian's house and dipped. Oh yeah, I don't know. Um, first of all, hold on, because I don't I don't want to dispute what you just said. About like, what what did you say about uh, buying things? You just poorly spent your money. Yeah, Wendy Williams said that she's struggling. She's looking for a place to live, and Black China's response is, "Oh, nah, look at this Ferrari I got." I mean, look that's at not the, the right response. Things. But what it's you, not at all. But what you said was that she poorly spent her money. I mean, showing a house, she has to. Ha she has a house to live in. I'm not going. to I think the response was poor, but that doesn't mean she just she uh, necessarily spent the money terribly. If you got expensive jewelry and cars, and you're struggling to find a place to live, you did spend your money terribly. Because being a, somewhere to live if you have a child should be the number one priority, not expensive. What did you say she showed off? Uh, luxury cars and her yeah. gigantic house. You, maybe you can live in one of your luxury cars. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. Uh, people got people got different priorities. Yeah, don't I be guess mad so. Cause, don't be mad because your, your side chick won't buy you a Birkin. I am mad that she won't buy me a Birkin or a PS5. You better just... Uh, Cheat on, get with a girl, cheat on her, she'll buy you a fridge. When's black. your birthday? I'm black. May what? Thirteenth? What's your birthday? Thirtieth. Thirtieth? Yeah. I can't cheat. I'm black. But um. What are you can too? True, true, true. But now in this situation, make sure she's Hispanic too. 
yeah, facts. A lot Latinas winning, but Wendy Williams is 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 so is, is in the wrong in this situation. I think. No, that's always. I yeah, uh, that's always. Yeah, and that, but y'all think I just don't like black women. I love all women. Wendy Williams. Speaking of wrong. Lil Wayne was charged Tuesday in the Southern District of Miami with criminal possession of a firearm and ammunition as a prior felony offender. His attorney released a statement saying there is no allegation that he ever fired it, brandished it, used it or threatened to use it. There is there there is no allegation that he is a dangerous person. The charge is that because he was convicted of a felony in the past, he is prohibited from possessing. Possessing a firearm. Sorry, guys. This is my. Uh, this is in notes. A hearing in the case is scheduled for December 11th. He is facing up to 10 years in federal prison if convicted. Um. Sorry, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know what else to say, bro. Like you, you have a gun for what? That's just Wayne. That's just Wayne. I mean, that's just Wayne at this point. I'm. I don't want to like. Talk bad about Wayne, but like, what yeah, is Wayne facts, like facts, facts, facts. in this past year? Yeah, I mean, look, I know you know he endorsed Trump and all that. I'm not gonna slander him, but look, bro, you know you're a felon and <laughs> you walking around with a gun and you got caught. There's really nothing we can say. If you if you go to jail, you you go. Maybe to jail, he bro. was carrying a gun because he was ready for that smoke with Ti. Maybe, maybe because there are rumors that Lil Wayne is gonna do a versus battle with Ti. How do you feel about that? I think it. I th- I think it's legit. I think it could happen. Who do you think um, wins? I kind of want to go T.I. Oh, yeah? I want to go T.I. So it's 20 songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. So what do you, how do you, like, how do you think, like, T.I. would win? I don't one know, because I don't have, no, like, I'm not, like, well up, like, kept up on their category, like, on their catalogs, but I definitely think T.I., I feel like it would definitely come close, but I still feel like T.I. would take that. You think so? Yes. I think Lil Wayne wins 20-0. Word? Absolutely. T.I. T.I. has hits, but Lil Wayne is, he has one of the best catalogs in in hip-hop, bro. Like, Carter 1, Carter 2, Carter 3, even Carter 4. Carter 5 is even fire, like, his mixtapes. What about uh, Wayne versus Drake? Um, I think Drake beats Lil Wayne, but it's close. Mm -hmm. How old is Wayne? Uh, He gotta be in his 40s. And how old is Drake? Drake is, Drake is in thirties. About to be forty soon, right? No, I don't no? think so. I think he's like younger, like thirty-two or something. And then how old is Ti? See, that's what I'm, I'm trying to think also about. Also in his forties. Okay, yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to think about like like I said, I don't know their catalogs in depth, but I feel like Ti. I don't know, dog. I just I'm with Ti. Ti is his mm. his lyricism. Think about that. Think of, think about Ti's pen game. I'm not I'm not discrediting Dwayne at all, but lollipop. Um, fireman, six foot, seven foot, uh, like a cop car. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne has bangers. Live your life. Uh, true, true, true. Uh, hold on. Let me pull up. Let me pull up this catalog. Then I'm not saying Ti doesn't have hits, but uh, Lil Wayne at one point was the biggest rapper in hip hop. Yeah, like between like I think it was Jay Z, and after Jay Z retired, it was Lil Wayne. Then it was Kanye. It was it really well, Kanye. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was. It was Kanye. Okay. Back back in the day, it was. Did you watch the Jeezy versus Gucci? I did. What was? You, I didn't get to watch it. But what, you didn't was, get to watch it? Nah. As our co-host would say, I didn't have time to fit it in, or I couldn't <laughs> fit it in. Um, 
it was definitely interesting. Um, here, let, let, let me preface it though. Uh, so they battled on the 19th, and uh, for those of you who don't know, they had a long running feud, which kind of peaked in 2005 when Gucci Mane was charged with the murder of Pookie Lock, which is uh, a friend of Jeezy uh, during a home invasion. But Gucci was acquitted in early 2006 on the basis of self-defense. And, you know, there also has been rumors that, um, well, not rumors, I, I guess, uh, Jeezy tried to shoot Gucci Mane, basically. Um, so this is definitely like a real beef. So this definitely surprised me to see these two were even doing a versus battle. Um as far as who won, as far as who won, are you good? Yeah. Okay. Uh, as as far as as far as who won, I'd say I'm gonna go with Jeezy, just because I'm not really well versed in Gucci Mane. I wasn't, you know, listening to Atlanta hip hop back then. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say Jeezy won, but like I said, this is like real beef. Like Gucci killed one of Jeezy's friends. Jeezy tried to kill Gucci. Like this is real beef. So to see them even doing this was shocking. See them in the same room. Um, they played the disc records against each other in the versus battle. Like they played diss tracks talking about, oh, I killed your friend. Oh, I tried to shoot. You. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> now, I'm sure they talked it over before they even did this. But it was still insane to see. Um I think that this is a cool way to like end beefs kind of. And I do think that after like the pandemic is over, I think they should just, like keep doing versus battles, but like with crowds. I think that'd be lit. You can definitely sell out stadiums with that. Yeah. Especially like s- s- certain acts, yeah. But um I-, I was glad to see them uh squash the beef, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about cuz I want to talk about some potential Versus battles that we want to see in the future because we've definitely seen a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, who is a pair up that you would want to see? I know one conversation we have a lot on this show is um, potent not potentially these are technically up uh, minus R Kelly the two kings of R and B, uh, Chris Brown and Usher, and I think that is definitely one that I would I would want to see because hit 1, for thousand percent hit for hit, it would come close. Would I, come I really can't close. I can't give you an answer as to who would who would take it. I think besides uh, Drake, Usher is the only one that could really uh, go hit for hit with Chris Brown. I think it'd be close. I still got Chris Brown by a little, but it would definitely be close. It would definitely be close. Um, another R&B battle that I might like to see, but like kind of the newer generation. What about Bruno Mars versus The Weeknd? That's what I saw. I just saw that too. But I feel like Bruno Mars will still take the week. I feel like Bruno Mars. I don't think so, bro. Bruno Mars, like name one bad Bruno Mars song. I wouldn't say there's any bad ones. There's, there's some lesser mid ones known ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is like you can't name a bad Bruno Mars song. Now the weekend. I'm not saying the weekend makes bad hits either. But the weekend definitely has lesser known songs. The weekend popped up out of nowhere too, and I give him that because he is like. I think the weekend has lesser known songs. Yeah, Bruno Mars is a bigger artist, but the weekend is also a big artist, and the, I think the weekend is just better. In my opinion, um, I think it would. What? Be, I, yeah, definitely. I think it would be extremely close. The weekend has great albums, bro. The weekend probably. Yeah, that was that. him last night. Yeah. I don't understand. I think the weekend has um, uh, the best album of the year this year. In my opinion, after hours. 
give me five weekend songs. Okay, let's go. Me and you, let's go hit for hit, but five. Okay. Uh, well, let me look at my of, of the weekend, and I'm gonna go Bruno because I could name, I could, I could go these off the dome, kinda. Bet. You go first. All right. Um, you want to start mid or you want to go up? Actually, I'm gonna give you, uh, grenade because that was crazy. That's a hit. Mm-hmm. That's a hit. I'm gonna go reminder. Okay. Uh, finesse. Uh, yeah, I'll go finesse. That's fine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Wicked Games. I don't think you listen to the weekend that much. I eh, not as much as I listen to Bruno, but I do listen yeah, to the weekend. Yeah. Uh, okay, marry you. I feel it coming, featuring Death Punk. Okay, I, I agree with that. I'm not even gonna cap. Um, I don't know if I want to put this in there. What's your, what's your opinion on Uptown Funk? Because I like Uptown Funk, but it was very overplayed. Yeah, that's. I'd say it overplay. If you say Uptown Funk, I'd say Starboy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, how does Just The Way You Are go? That's, um... Because you're amazing. Just the way... Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I'll, yeah, go ahead. Go with that. I go the party and the after party. All right, and then my last one. I have, I have a couple that I could put here, but I'm going to go... The lazy song. The music video for that blew up. I go uh, repeat after me. I'm so, saying, bro, it would be close. Yeah, it would be. It would. It would be close. I'm gonna take the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a couple written down that I thought of in advance. Um, I had uh, this one, in my opinion, is the two greatest uh, producers in hip hop history. I'm going Dr. Dre mm-hmm. versus Pharrell. I mean, they both have catalogs. They both have, they both, because you got to think, Dre has the stuff with N.W.A. Mm -hmm. He has the stuff with Snoop, Pac. He has the stuff with um, Eminem. He has some stuff with Kendrick. Dr. Dre has a lot, but then you got to go to Pharrell. Mm -hmm. Pharrell has a whole lot. Robin Thicke, Jay-Z, Justin Timberlake. Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris. Britney um, Spears. Clips. Snoop, Snoop too. That funk. It would be like I'm sure on paper people are like, oh, Dr. Dre's gonna win. I disagree. I think Pharrell would be Dr. Dre. I feel like Pharrell uh, drifts in and out of hip hop though too. Mm-hmm. You know, like Pharrell definitely has some stuff that wouldn't match with Dr. Dre. Yeah. Uh, what I couldn't go up against Dr. Dre. I'm not gonna say that wouldn't match. Who do you feel like? Who Who do you feel would take it? I think Pharrell. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly do. I honestly do. Maybe because I'm I'm a big Pharrell fan. But mm-hmm. I I'd say Pharrell. Another one I said was um I don't know if you listen to Three Six Mafia. Nah. But um th- they're old. It's Juicy J's old group, basically. Okay. Very, uh, very influential. Uh, uh, from Houston. I think they're from Houston. Uh, I go Three Six Mafia versus Migos. Kind of like a clash of generations. Mm-hmm. Um, just because Three Six Mafia was was very influential. And I feel like Migos is very influential too, so I feel like the clash of of eras. Except when they cheat. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it'd be interesting. I don't know who'd win. I feel like it'd be depending on how old you were, because I'm sure a lot of people haven't heard Three Six Mafia songs. Um, what about uh, Migos and Outkast? Oh no, no, there were rumors. There were rumors. There were rumors about that supposed to happen. 
Migos would get washed. Yeah. Outcast is legend. They were talking about Outcast versus uh, Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I thought think, that was supposed to happen. Yeah, it might. I, I no, nah, I don't think so because uh, Andre 3000 doesn't really want to be on camera and stuff. But um, I feel like Outcast would beat Tribe too. Mm-hmm. Outcast is different, like different. I don't, I don't know who would be like maybe Wu Tang, but that that's a that's the only group that see beat Outcast. Another one I had um, was Nas versus J Cole. Nas is a legend, though. I mean, they're both legends, but Nas is a legend. But See, I feel like J Cole's got that catalog now. He can, he might be able to stay with Nas. I think when I think possibly. about this, because I'm not as well versed in the industry, of, well, not in the industry, but in like music and hip hop as you are, I think about who's just been around longer. Because obviously their catalogs will be more extensive, but that does not necessarily mean that yeah. they're like they haven't done a lot in a time. Like the weekend, like I said, has been around much shorter than uh, Bruno Mars. Nah, he hasn't. He's been coming out with music for a while. I don't think he was a pop in his like Bruno Mars has been. Well, yeah, he's been famous for longer, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to think too; these versus battles are only twenty songs each. Yeah, you you can't think of someone's whole catalog for someone's whole catalog. It's the best songs, you yeah. know. So I I do think that J Cole might be able to stay with with Nas. I don't know if he'd win. I'd probably go Nas honestly, but I feel like it'd be close. It'd be close. Mm-hmm. What about um? A lot of people have been talking about Drake and who? Yay. Anybody who who'd you want to see go against Drake? Yeah, yeah, that would be close. I think the only people that would make it close with Drake is oh. Kanye, Jay Z, uh, Wayne, and Chris Brown. Anybody else is getting washed, whoever it is. Against against Chris, um, you said who? Chris Brown was the last one you said. Who yeah. do you think's winning that? Because like I said, Drake Drake is another one of those people that dri- like that floats. I don't know, bro. Like I feel like it would depend on what songs they play. Yeah, because Drake floats a lot. Chris Brown is like, Chris Brown got bangers. He's got bro. bangers, yeah, but it's one one uh, genre. But Chris Brown, like, Chris Brown has a lot of fire. True, true, true. But like, I feel like he, like Drake, could battle Chris Brown with like R and B hits and still stay. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, but like on the other side, like if he battled Jay with just rap hits, I think he would get washed. Because Jay got bangers too i don't know man it, it's i I feel like those are the only four that would that would be a good battle with drake though mm-hmm. anybody else you can think of you don't think kanye would be a good battle with? no i said kanye oh okay okay um no hove was the only one i know we had this conversation one time when you and i was out before too uh hove and drake that was like who i would want to see yeah i think jay would win that's interesting i think jay would win yeah uh but yeah that's all from we jmv with a t and those are some of the versus battles we want to see. Tweet us and let us know who you all would want to see in a versus battle. Uh, we're going to play a quick song real quick. And then we're going to get on up out of here. This is our last show of this, the semester. Uh, so, And after this, we have more morning commute right after the uh, uh, from 9 to like 9.50ish. So keep it locked. We got morning motivation coming up after the break. So keep it locked. Happy Monday. Rise and shine, y'all. We're your morning commute crew. Vont League Justice, Greg. Thank you guys so much. For tuning into Morning Commute all season long, yes, uh, all year long, really. I'm um, speaking on behalf of Justice, uh, Z, and Art, and everything that y'all have done for us this past year. Yeah. Uh, we're coming back next year bigger and better than ever. So, uh, we do want to say, uh, once again, happy birthday to Z, our amazing co-host. Happy birthday. We're, we love and miss you. Uh, we can't wait to see you back here next year. Mm-hmm. She said that she was tired of seeing us, so she dipped for the last two episodes. Yeah. Uh, while we are gone, y'all, please, 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 now more than ever, 
uh, stay safe. Facts. Yeah, uh, I guess we could talk about that for a second. Um, oh, there's a lot going on in the world. I know a lot will continue to transpire throughout these next two months that we're gone. Um, and I hope that not only were we able to provide you an escape for three hours, or if you listen on the podcast version, an hour and however, however long, uh, but we hope that in this time you stay safe and do whatever you got to do to make sure you and your loved ones are well. Facts. Uh, before we get into uh, morning motivation, I just want to say, uh, like Vaughn said, please, guys, stay safe, stay inside, uh, hu- hug your loved ones close during this holiday season. Thank you guys for tuning in every week or whenever you guys tune in, uh, wherever you guys tune in. Uh, we, we greatly appreciate <laughs> whatever this. reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we greatly appreciate the support. Um, until our next show, make sure you uh, subscribe to Juicebox TV and Vaughn Leak on YouTube. That's right. Film me support these young content kings yeah and before we go we have one more um from 9 to 9 50 we have a little special airing uh you'll be able to hear more morning commute some of our best moments some highlights and as well as some highlights of brave new radio from 2020 uh please enjoy the rest of the great programming that you'll hear all week long here on the station as we get ready to head out once again stay safe yes sir be careful uh Lock your doors. I don't know. <laughs> Lock your doors. We got uh, one more morning morning motivation for us, Vaughn. For 2020, man. Look, man, we're going to continue to fight through challenging times. And we ask that you stay safe. And as the First Lady Michelle Obama has once said, you should never view your challenge as a disadvantage. Instead, it's important for you to understand that your experience uh, that your experience facing and overcoming adversity is actually one of your biggest advantages. And with all that being said, y'all, we love you. Please stay safe. And have a blessed week. Is it-